Hey everyone, welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. Before we jump into the episode today, I wanted to invite you to World Mandate 2020. World Mandate is a conference for anyone who wants to worship God and change the world. We're just everyday people from around the world who believe that we can see the kingdom of God established across the nations in our generation. This two-day gathering will be February 7th and 8th and will feature four main sessions where you'll experience dynamic worship, compelling teaching, and powerful encounters with Jesus that will help inspire and equip you to be a part of what He is doing around the world. You can register right now online at worldmandate.com. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Well, hey, everybody. I'm so excited to be here with my friend, Carol Hart, and it's such a privilege to have her coming with her husband, Mike, to World Mandate to speak to us about Jesus, first and foremost, and that's, that's what we're all about, but Jesus and his heart of compassion for uh, the peoples of the earth who need his hands and his feet and through our lives. And so, Carol, hey, we want to get to know you a little bit. Can you give us just a little bit of background on you and Mike's life and where you guys come from and how you ended up in Thailand? Absolutely. First of all, Pastor Jimmy, we're very excited to come and be with your family, Antioch family. Oh, my goodness. It's quite a privilege (laughs) to be asked. And, And it was a privilege to meet you in Asia for the first time and let me tell you your your reputation preceded you we heard all about you we've been hearing about the movement uh, that's been happening with Antioch and you didn't disappoint you did not disappoint we fell in love with you instantly and it's going to be a privilege to see your whole Antioch family around you uh, at this thanks so much thank you so much obviously the feeling was so mutual that I wouldn't let us leave without asking you to come. So (laughs) thank you for saying yes to us. Well, just in in a nutshell, uh, Mike and I uh, were in the motion picture industry in Los Angeles for 14 years, and we're church people. We are body of Christ people. We love the church, Mm -hmm. serving in the church for years, and the whole time waiting to be launched into the mission field. But Jesus is our Lord. We're not Lord. Yes, and so we waited for his assignment, his timing, and but we were on standby always. And uh, it, there came a time when God said, "Okay, I want you to go liquid." And so we sold our company. We started working full time for our church, and uh, we were, our home was for sale. Everything was for sale, uh, knowing that the time was coming. We didn't know where. Uh, we had an idea it would be in Asia, but we didn't know where. And then uh, we heard about human trafficking in uh, Thailand, Southeast Asia in particular. And we heard that you could get a little boy and a little girl menu on the corner of the street. Oh, and you can choose what child you want for the night. Oh. And we said, we said, after we you know, collected ourselves off the ground. And we said, not why we're alive. We're not going to let that happen while we're, uh, this is our generation. So it's our fight. Mm. And um, there's nothing we could do about what happened before us, a generation before us or for generations after we leave, but we're Mm. responsible for what goes down in our generation. And so we curled up and crawled into God's heart. And we said, Father, you're a good God, and we know you're doing something about it. And so how can 
we serve you? What do you want? Any of our stuff? We were, uh, God really blessed our company. We had a custom home. We had luxury cars. I had a six-carat diamond wedding ring. We said, God, look around. What do you need? And it's yours. But mm. we, however we can help, right? Not knowing that he was going to say what he said after five days in prayer. God said, I, I hear their cries and I need your life. Mm. And that, that was it. That it was our burning bush. I still get choked up when I, when I tell that story because I've never heard the broken heart of God before, and I I've been a Christian for over fifty years. Mm-hmm. I've never heard the uh, broken heart of God until that moment, and um, I, we never asked again. You know, our our question was: we know how to do for profit business. We know how to do church work. And there's a congregation there to help you. But how do you go into the mission field and you don't have a congregation? Uh, you you know, where do you get the money? You know, and sure. uh, but after God said, I hear their cries and I need your life. We never asked him. It would have been insulting uh, with the experience we had with him. And even though we weren't qualified to do or we didn't feel qualified to do what he was asking us to do, we, you know, that that's none of our business. Uh, God, if He asks you to do something, you do it, right? Yeah. And so um, that's how we started. Uh, we wanted to be somewhere where the harvest was plentiful, but the labors were few. And that burned in Michael and I. We wanted to be where unreached people were that had never heard about Jesus before. Mm. So it just so happened that Thailand is less than one percent Christian. Mm-hmm. Very few Christians. Millions of people have never heard about Jesus. And so it was just, it was, we got it, you know, because for us, we did not, we're not cause driven. We're in, you know, human trafficking 17 years ago wasn't even a cause. It was not even on the global stage at that time. Nobody even knew. We couldn't find a book, a seminar, anything on human trafficking. So we were, we were Jesus driven. We were uh, obedience driven. Period. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's how we started, Pastor. Oh, man. I'm stirred once again, just in the, f- in the few minutes. Um, yeah, so, so just maybe, maybe fast forward us, right? So here we are. It's 2020, and, you know, we're still trying to call people out and up, and, and we're trying to say, hey, they are worth it. You know, I often say uh, it's for him and for them, and God will take care of me so for you and mike you you put your lives out there uh, do you look back and say man i wish we wouldn't have taken that risk or golly it was too tough or where have you found jesus to be faithful as you've kind of risked it all and just gone for it i'm screaming <laughs> off the side of the world Pastor. Yes. There is, when i look back when i look back there are i'm going to tell you something a hundred percent no absolutely no exaggeration it, right. the best life that you will ever have is obeying god yes. you will never ever 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 be sorry you will have your god is so faithful he's so amazing here's the thing he made you and i mm. so he knows exactly what we love he know yeah. he put it inside of us he knows what we love he knows what fulfills us he has all those pieces. He's the, he knows us better than we know ourselves. Yes. Uh, 
you know, our, our, our own choices are skewed by mm. the things of this world, by the flesh, by all, all other distractions. But God knows exactly and precisely what makes us tick and what, what where our fulfillment and we'll never know our potential without him. You, yeah. I don't care how smart we are, how much schooling we have, how much opportunities we, we get in front of us. We will tap out our potential. We will never know what our potential is without God. And so uh, obeying God has been an absolute fantastic journey. Mm, and, and, you know, mm. when I was 25, God said, I want you to write a list of 100 things. He didn't actually put a number on it, but I put 100 things down, what you want to do before you leave this earth. And I mean, he said fun things, not just, not even ministry things. We were just talking about just, you know, fun things. And um, so I wrote a hundred things down when I was 25 and I finished that list when I was 35. And I'm talking about skydiving, scuba diving with, man, you know, all kinds of crazy things. And so people think that you will miss out on life. You'll miss out on all the fun if you just obey God. But he... But what is the most extraordinary thing is he made this earth for you and I to enjoy, not just serve him, but to love him. And he's going to love us back. And you know what that looks like? I mean, that's just, it's it's an extraordinary life. So young people think if, you know, I'll wait to serve the Lord. I'll wait to serve him. No, my goodness. Ask him, what do you want me to do today? And normally he's preparing you for greater and then greater and then greater things, you know? And uh, no, there. when we look back, people say, "How are you, why are you still so passionate about Jesus? Why are you still so passionate about what you do? Aren't you burnt out? No, he, he's being Loving God, being in his presence every day is where we get our fuel, where we get our passion for life, where we get our, um, uh, you know, our zeal and our desire to even serve and help. It comes Mm. out of that. And so, um, uh, you know, did we miss out? Did we? Oh, gosh, I. I could go to heaven today and be satisfied. <laughs> only reason why, only reason why I'm not, I don't want to go, is because I'm not finished yet. Yes. I'm not finished yes. yet with the assignment. Otherwise, when you think about just what do you want out of life, the American dream, I've already lived that. Uh, yes. The you know, out of obedience to God, we've already lived the American dream. We already, you know, have done a lot of things. Now I have regrets. There's some things I disobeyed God in. There's some things we didn't do that, uh, you know, are are sad because we disobeyed the Lord. But anything you're asking, do you have regrets in obedience? Sure. Never, never, yes. never. never. But I'm going to no. tell you, I'm going to tell you, I have regrets when I've disobeyed God, for yes. sure. Wow. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, I am so stirred. So maybe just to, to, to wrap up this few minutes together. So if people are are thinking, hey, do I want to go be a part of something where they're going to worship God like crazy and talk about obedience and dying to self and living for something bigger? Uh, Why would you go, uh, uh, Carol, why would you want to go to something like that? What would be the benefit for you? The benefit, again, would be because Jesus, my Lord and Master, asked Mm. me to go. Yeah. So it is. 
I wouldn't follow man. I wouldn't follow uh, a, a cause. I wouldn't follow. A, I would follow Jesus. And yeah. if Jesus yeah. is in it and he's asking you to do something, then you don't even think twice about it. You never, never make, uh, never line up your excuses. It, it, what you need to line up is say, Father, this is what I think you're asking me to do. Is that correct? Father, okay, you confirm that. Can you tell me again? Is that correct? Am I hearing you correct? Not, not, do they have, do I have money? Do I have time? Uh, You know, do they have the right benefits? Uh, You know, do I like the people? Do, you know, no, no, do, or is the weather good? No. Father, is this where you want me to go? Can you tell me again, Father? Can you tell me? It's kind of like when I married Mike and Michael married me, we didn't ask ask about all the things that no couples normally ask about we said father is this the one because we don't yes. want to miss out on fulfilling the god-given life that he had planned for us and let me tell you marrying the wrong person will do that wow off time so we prayed god is this the one and listen we are crazy in love with each other but we but not more in love we love Jesus more than each other. So I don't care how, what, what love has nothing to do with it or, or passion or desire right. has nothing to do right. with it. The bottom line is Jesus. Is this where you want me? Because I'm telling you what, if you go where you want to go, where maybe everything lines up in the natural, that, that I, I there's no guarantees and who's going to pay for it. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm 56 years old, and when I look back, I have absolute data saying, I have absolute proof saying that if it's your idea, it's your, you better have the money to do it. You better have the resources. You better find, be able to call the people from the north, south, east, and west to help you. People you don't even know yet, you better have favor. Do whatever you got to do in the natural, because uh, when you are when you say yes to God's assignment, it's normally impossible, normally. And so you, God provides the finances, the favor, the networking, all the people that you need to pull it off. Yes. Well, <laughs> well it, I can tell we're just getting the motor started here. Um, but more than anything, we wanted to introduce you to the people that are going to be coming and being a part of this journey. And we wanted to just talk about Jesus. Man, I am... Start again today to love him more just by talking about him. So we are praying for you, Mike. We are so excited you guys are coming and looking so forward to being together. Pastor Jimmy, thank you for including me in your podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time. We love you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Again, World Mandate 2020 is coming up February 7th and 8th. Sign up today at worldmandate.com. And for any information regarding Jimmy or the Antioch movement, go to jimmycyber.com or antioch.org. We hope you have an amazing day in Jesus' name.